0: audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year fall guy fall guy fall guy that's what the poster said see ryan gosling and emily blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy trying to make out because nope. i don't either it's not what i'm into right now what are you into talking yeah <laughs> <laughs> the fall guy only in theaters may 3rd read at pg 13 what a truly wild two-week stretch for the golden state warriors On Thursday, June 16th, they win the NBA championship. One week later, Thursday, June 23rd, they're right back at it in the NBA draft, where they selected Patrick Baldwin Jr., the 28th pick, Ryan Rollins with the 44th pick, and Guy Santos with the 51st pick, 55th pick, excuse me. And then one week after that, Thursday, June 30th, it's the official start of free agency, perhaps the wildest part. Of the NBA season. And just a whirlwind for the Warriors to go from celebrating their fourth title in eight years to trying to figure out how they can build a team that will repeat. What's up everyone this is Brady Klopfer from Golden State of Mind and I just wanted to give you a quick primer leading into that free agency where the Warriors stand, what they can do, which of their players are free agents, what the likelihood likelihood is of retaining them, Etc., etc. So, as most of you know, the Warriors are hilariously over the salary cap, deep, deep, deep into tax payments. Um, so, that essentially limits their financial flexibility when it comes to pursuing free agents from outside of the organization. They still have some uh, financial flexibility with re signing their own free agents, which we'll get into in a minute. Um, but because the team is over the salary cap, the only tool they have at their disposal if they want to bring in free agents from outside the organization is the mid-level taxpayer exception um, which is about 5.3 million dollars this year so that's what the warriors have that they can offer to an outside free agent they can split it up amongst multiple free agents you only get one exception so it's not like they can sign multiple players for 5.3 million but they could sign an outside free agent for 5.3 million they could sign an outside free agent for 3 million and another one for 2.3 million to make it uh to the 5.3 etc cetera, etc cetera. other than that um they're stuck with minimum contracts they can you know any team regardless of where you are with the salary cap unless you're hard cap can sign minimum contracts to as many players as they want to fill out the roster so the warriors can do that they obviously have to keep paying the tax payments which are going to be hefty 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 Um, But, as they did last year, they can bring in a lot of veterans on free agent contracts as long as they are at the minimum. So, all of that is a quick way of saying if you're clamoring for a big name free agent, don't. The Warriors cannot sign those big free agents. Uh, So, right now what they're really dealing with is can they just bring back their own guys And if not, can they re-sign players that can essentially fill those roles and by picking out the players that aren't gonna get a lot of money in free agency and plugging them into the holes that are left on the roster. So the team has seven free agents this year and let's just go down them one by one. Um, And first off, we need to note that they don't have room on the roster to bring back all seven uh, because they Drafted Patrick Baldwin Jr., who is going to take up a roster spot, so he's going to take up one of those seven. And they drafted Ryan Rollins, who at the moment Bob Myers has said will be on the 15-man roster rather than on a two-way contract. That hasn't been finalized yet, so there is a chance that um, Rollins could be on a two-way contract, and that would help clear up a roster spot. That said, the Warriors do currently have both of their two-way contracts filled with Quindary Weatherspoon, who they re-signed, and Lester Quiñones, who they signed immediately following the draft. But two-way contracts are fluid. You can waive players at any time with really no cost and sign a new player to a two-way contract. So the fact that the Warriors have already signed two two two-way contracts suggests to me that they are are going through with Ryan Rollins being on the 15-man roster, but um, we'll have to wait and see. So if Rollins is on the roster, that means that the Warriors can only only have five spots left in free agency on their roster with seven of their free agents, or seven of their players hitting free agency. So let's go one by one. Nemanja Bielice, free agent. Uh, the Warriors do not have any of his bird rights or anything, which means that you know they can re-sign him to the minimum or the mid-level exception and they can't go above that i think that there will be a bit of interest in the warriors resigning belly you know he had a very interesting role this year where he started the year as kind of one of the key players off the bench and then for a while he was barely in the rotation and then out of the rotation not playing that well on offense a disaster on defense um and then got reintegrated in the postseason and had some huge moments Um, Not just on offense, but on defense. Played really good defense on Jason Tatum in the NBA Finals. Um, And really just proved to be that kind of perfect 8th or ninth guy on the team where in the right matchup, he can give you 15 to 25 minutes, make open threes, keep the offense going, hold his own on defense. In the wrong matchup, maybe he's not even playing at all. Uh, I think the Warriors like having players like that around because we've seen in the past with players like omri Caspi, nick young just to name a few guys who kind of struggled with that role guys who had been used to playing bigger roles came into the warriors where their minutes were a little bit more in flux um and just didn't handle it particularly well either with reports that they weren't handling it well in the locker room or just by not being particularly ready to play because it is hard to play when you have sporadic minutes. Um, and I thought Bielitza handled it very well. And that's kind of a gift for the Warriors. He's a very Warriors style player, both on the court and in the locker room. Uh, so I think there will be a lot of interest in bringing him back. The question for him probably is, is there a team out there that's willing to give him a, a more steady role? Some team that's gonna give him 20 minutes a night, every night. Um, and if so, maybe he goes there. Andre Iguodala, also a free agent. Uh, this is a very interesting one. I would expect Iguodala to retire. Um, he has not announced his plans yet. He did say you know, during the postseason that he knew what his plans were and didn't yet announce them. Um, I think there are really only three things that Iguodala might do. Return to the Warriors as a player, return to the Warriors as a coach, or be done with basketball. Um, I would be pretty surprised if he returns as a player. Maybe he has an itch after missing the bulk of this last season. Um, but it's pretty clear that his body is not what it used to be. He has a chance to go out on top with a ring. I would assume that he will retire. Um, but if he if he wants to stick around for another year, I don't think anyone's going to be interested other than the Warriors. I don't think he would be interested in going anywhere other than with the Warriors. Um, and I think the Warriors would re-sign him Even if it's just to that Udonis Haslam role of essentially being an assistant coach who puts on a jersey. I think he would be more than that, assuming he could be healthy. I think he'd still play a little bit, but, you know, probably wouldn't provide much. Damian Lee. Um, Lee is such an interesting player because I feel like the Warriors fan base is very critical of him. um, And I think they should be a little bit more appreciative of Damian Lee, personally. Is he a great player? No. Is he someone who should be your sixth, seventh man? No. Is he a really, really good player to have near the back of the bench where he'll get steady minutes if there are injuries? Uh, he can come in if someone's having a bad game or they need the team needs a spark and he can hit some threes off the bench? Yeah, those kind of players are luxuries. The guys who can be at the back of the bench are still good teammates, good leaders when they're getting DNPs, um, but are also ready to step in and play smart veteran basketball when called upon, um, there's been report. It's been reported that the Warriors want to bring Lee back. That's not surprising to me at all. Despite again what many fans are saying, Gavon Looney, Looney is I think without a doubt the most important free agent that the Warriors have. And thankfully, it it seems that he'll be back. He has talked pretty extensively about how he doesn't want to leave the Warriors. It's it's definitely a perfect fit of team and player. I don't think any. Any team is equipped to use Looney as well as the Warriors do Um, I think it's just a good marriage Uh, he played so well in the postseason after playing all 82 games that there were a lot of reports of other teams being interested in him um, notably the Sacramento Kings Um, but it has already been reported that there is I believe the word that Mark Stein used pessimism around the league that anyone can pull him away from the Warriors Um, The Warriors do have his bird rights, which means that they can sign him to any contract. They'll have to take the tax in, obviously, but they can go above the mid-level exception for Looney because they have those bird rights. Um, So, you know, whatever he commands, they can match it. The rumors are that they have a multi-year deal that they've essentially agreed to. So I would expect that, you know, right around the time that free agency begins, the Warriors announce that Looney has returned gary payton the second is a free agent and he's an interesting one the Warriors have his early bird rights which means they don't have the flexibility to pay him anything but they do have the flexibility to go a little bit above a minimum contract without it biting into an exception so you know i think this one just depends on what the market ends up being for him how big of a contract did he play himself into the warriors clearly value him clearly want to bring him back i think they will pay whatever they are able to pay if it comes to that but is there another team out there that saw just how good his defense is saw his improved three-point shot and says you know what let's give him two years 20 million dollars because the Warriors can't match that price tag Uh, and You know, Peyton's been grinding on the periphery of the NBA for many years now and hasn't gotten that serious paycheck yet. As much as it's clear that he wants to stay on the Warriors, I think he would probably take a big payday if he got it and, you know, if that happens, you thank him for his time and congratulate him on a very well-deserved contract and and wish him all the best because that would be great for him. But. If he lands somewhere in the middle where he's getting a nice pay increase by staying with the Warriors, I think everyone would be pretty happy with that. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Otto Porter Jr. is a free agent. The Warriors have no bird rights with him. You know, they can offer him the mid-level exception and that's it, the taxpayer mid-level exception. So, you know, if he gets a big offer, he could leave, and and that happened last year. He got a much bigger offer than what the Warriors gave him, and he turned it down because he wanted a chance to win a championship with the Dubs. That worked out well for him. Um, if that offer is on the table again this year, he had a good year but also continued to have injury issues, so it's kind of unclear how the league will value him. Uh, it will become a question for him of, does he want to do that again? Or now that he has the ring, is it time to return to... A situation where he can make more money get more playing time Um, his minutes might be a little more sporadic this year with Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody being a year older Um, that could cut into Porter's playing time a little bit so you know he might end up having to take a discount and a step back in his role in order to stay with the Warriors and that's asking a lot Um, but there's also a chance that no one really wants to give him that big of a deal given the injury concerns in which case, I think the Warriors would be pretty happy if they could just fold their mid-level exception into retaining Porter, who clearly fits the team very well. Um, and like I mentioned, they they haven't always had the best of luck with those veteran role players. You know, everyone thought Kelly Oubre Jr. was going to be a great addition. That obviously didn't work out well. Everyone thought Jonas Rabco was going to be a great addition. It was kind of met. Um, you know, it, it doesn't always work out incredibly well with the Warriors and and veterans fitting into their system, fitting into their style, fitting into their locker room, and and Porter is an excellent fit, and I think if the Warriors can resign him, it'll be very easy, a very easy decision for them to do so. Uh, and their final free agent is Juan Toscano-Anderson. You know, I think JTA fits into the same bucket as Damian Lee. Uh, He's obviously not going to get a big contract anywhere else, so if the Warriors want to re-sign him, they'll be able to do so at the minimum quite easily. He gets a lot of ire from the fan base who don't seem to understand that he's a very, very good back-of-the-bench player. Um, Again, not a guy you want to be your 6th, 7th, or even 8th man. Uh, But a good locker room and practice guy who is going to be a selfless team player even when he's not playing. When he is playing, he's going to give you smart veteran play and really good defense. He's just the kind of guy that you like to have on your bench, especially for a team that is as young as the Warriors are now. They, you know, they obviously have their old core, but um, you know, we're talking about having two rookies in Patrick Baldwin Jr. and Ryan Rollins, two second-year players in Moses Moody and Jonathan Kaminga. James Wiseman who has played fewer than 40 games in his career. There's a lot of inexperience taking up space on this roster and if the Warriors can fill some holes with just steady veteran players who you know aren't going to make big mistakes, who you know are going to be ready even if they haven't played in a week or two, that's really a good luxury to have. So I think JTA will be a priority as well. But again, they can't re-sign all of these players. They could re-sign six of them if Andre Iguodala retires and Ryan Rollins is signed to a two-way contract, um, but in all likelihood they're probably only going to be able to resign five of these seven players. Th- those decisions might end up getting made for them if Otto Porter or Gary Payton get bigger contracts elsewhere that the team can't match and they end up leaving. You know, There's a pretty decent chance that that'll happen with at least one of those two guys and these decisions will kind of be taken out of the Warriors' hands for them. Um, So that brings us to the rest of the league. You know, there's a chance that the Warriors re-sign resign fewer than five of these players and then are left digging around the rest of the league for players. And I'll be honest, that's not something we should hope for. (laughs) I don't mean to just fall back on if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But the Warriors have a good thing going. The team should be better next year, as is, when you look at the growth of the young players, the growth of... Jordan Poole, the further rust removal of Clay Thompson. Um, I think there's every reason to expect that the Warriors should be a better team next year than they were this year if they're able to essentially run it back. So I think that's what they should do if they're able to. I don't think there are any free agents available for the minimum or for the mid-level exception that are going to be improvements over the guys that the Warriors already have um that's without knowing who might take a discount to join a contender you know there were rumors that Kyrie Irving was going to opt out of his 36 million dollar contract with the Nets to sign the mid-level exception with the Lakers i'm not saying that the Warriors want Kyrie Irving but you know you never know something less extreme than that you never know when a player like Otto Porter Jr did last year is going to say hey i'm willing to take a discount to join a team where I think I can win a championship. So, you know, we'll have to wait and see what happens in the free agency market. Maybe there are some guys in that $10 to $12 million range who are happy to take $5 million for a chance to play for the defending champions. And if that's the case, then certainly the Warriors will need to reconsider some of their free agent decisions. But right now I think it's pretty straightforward for the Warriors. They've got a championship team. A lot of the players on that championship team are going to get better keep the majority of the key players from that championship team are under contract for next year resign the runs that you can run it back see if you can win again but you never know that's the beauty of free agency it's going to get really wild on thursday stay tuned keep checking on mind.com where we'll have all the info you need take care everyone and enjoy the madness and don't forget Regardless of what moves the Warriors makes and make, no matter how much you love them or hate them or question them, they're the defending NBA champs and they are for a whole nother year.